there, I'm Leslie Goodburn. You're listening to the Purple Rainbow Pancreatic Cancer Podcast. In the podcast, we look at pancreatic cancer across its impacts, outcomes, and future treatment and support. We'll hear from patients, loved ones about the reality of the diagnosis. We'll hear from surgeons, oncologists, and nurses about the work they do to support people who are affected. We'll hear about the wonderful work done by researchers to find a breakthrough in understanding and treatments for the future. We hope that as a result of the podcast, you'll learn more about the signs and symptoms, about how this diagnosis affects the family, about the hope for the future. Thank you for listening. Charlotte and I look forward to you joining us on our journey through pancreatic cancer throughout the 30 days of November with contributors from across the world. The Purple Rainbow podcasts are produced as part of Seth's legacy in memory of my wonderful, kind, curious, funny husband, Seth Goodburn. Hello, welcome to today's episode. I'm Charlotte and today I'm really excited to be bringing you a conversation I had with Pilar Acedo. She is a scientist, a biologist in fact, and she works at the University College London in the Institute for Liver and Digestive Health. And as part of that, she is based at the Royal Free Hospital in London as well. Now, Pillar is her speciality is in the early detection of pancreatic cancer, something I think we all know is really, really important. And of course, that's what we talked about in today's episode. I work on, on pancreatic cancer because it's a kind of um, aggressive disease and really difficult to, to treat. So I am a biologist by training, so I, um, it's kind of a challenge, right, to try to understand why this disease is so complex. And this is my specialty. So I work on two different fields. So early detection, because maybe we will um, touch that a bit later why this is relevant, but also on trying to develop novel, novel therapies to, to treat this disease. Obviously, early detection is so so important when it comes to pancreatic cancer why why is it so hard Hmm. that's the big question question, isn't it (laughs) yeah it is it is and so yes it's it's because you know incidence of the disease luckily is low right so there are not many cases and the symptoms associated to the disease are really vague so not specific it's like Maybe if you think about breast cancer, we, we all know that oh, there is, if you feel like you, or you notice there is a lump, you go to the doctor, right, straight away, and you are prioritized, and then you are sent to the hospital for pancreatic cancer. Symptoms are really general ones, like back pain, stomach pain, uh, some problems with the, your digestion, right? So it's really tough for the, the, the GPs or even for people to, to think if maybe this could be something worse right so for that reason it's detected really late and it's a really aggressive disease as i said before so because people it's really aggressive and people are diagnosed late the survival is really low and that's heartbreaking isn't it i guess you know for for everybody but for you as a as a scientist a biologist it must be really frustrating and really motivating at the same time yeah it is totally so I am lucky enough to work at the hospital, so I have contact to the patient. So it's motivation, right? I, I see them, they tell us the reality, right? And, and it's when I realize, okay, I think as a scientist, 
maybe maybe oh I hope I can do something right and I, I, I work with clinicians to really closely to try to accelerate progress because we really need something and yes it's, it's really it's motivating it's, it's really sad also of course because I, I, I would love to have something already in there for these patients right but hopefully soon hopefully yeah so what are you working on at the moment things that i can say about it no no yes uh, things that so, i'll understand <laughs> <laughs> no and i am allowed to say no oh no, no, is there no, some no. secrets oh of course there is always a competition and you need to keep some secrets in, in, in ah. research no no like um what we are trying to do is like we have we have been creating a biobank this means that a biorepository of samples so we are um, in touch as i said before with patients we explain them why early detection is, is key if they already know, of course, and how the, the impact that this can have, maybe sadly, not on, on them, but in future patients, right? So we are collecting urine samples and blood samples from these patients, and then we store them in, in, in the lab. And then I am trying to evaluate these samples and try to um, identify molecules that are specific for people diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. So this, if we are able to distinguish people with pancreatic cancer to those who have symptoms similar to those diagnosed with the disease, but they are not with the disease, then we could help monitoring them, right? It sounds really, it, it's one of those things that when you say it, it sounds really obvious. Like, oh yeah, of course that makes, that makes a lot of sense. I'm guessing there's a lot more complexity to it than, than what you're explaining to me. Yeah, it's really tricky because it's a, as I said, it's a clever complex disease, mm. right? So it's not only like one mechanism is regulating the disease. We are really complex, like, like humans are really complex organisms, right? So you are trying to analyze blood and we have many components in blood. Uh, so you really need to be accurate in what you, you, you are uh, developing, something that you are not going to tell someone you have cancer and it's not true, or the other way around, that you are missing the disease. So it has to be working perfectly and then it's when Something in science that is perfect is is really difficult to achieve, right? Yeah. Why did you get involved in in pancreatic cancer? What was it about the disease that I was gonna say appealed to you? That's not quite right. What is it that, that you were like? I this is where I want. This is what I want to be doing. This is what I want to work on. I got more involved in in, in studying this disease when I am originally from from Spain. I did my my PhD in, in there, and then I, I moved to Sweden. I was living in Sweden for two years, and in there I discovered pancreatic cancer. And and as a biologist, mm. I I thought, whoa, this disease is really complex. And because of that, some people are not working on that on this disease because, as you said, can be frustrating sometimes. You are trying to develop a, a treatment, it's not working. You are trying to diagnose the disease earlier and it's really tricky but I saw it as a challenge and but also motivation and I was fascinated by the complexity yeah of the disease so what does a I doubt there's a normal day but what does a, a day look like for you as a, in what you're doing How, what do you what do you get up to sure like you get up you have a lot of because we are researchers and we try to focus on research but there is a lot of, of bureaucracy also so we're taking emails that you are not missing opportunities but also some things that you need to do to keep your projects ongoing reports right and then i go to the lab and you ha we have meetings uh, as a group because we are a multidisciplinary team formed by basic scientists and clinicians we have a lot of uh, trainees and future leaders, hopefully in the, in the field. So I talk to them, we 
as a group discuss challenges and and the next steps in, in our in our science and then after that I go to the lab and I start playing let's say uh, with my samples or, or and try to to do some some work yeah which is um, talking a little bit to, to, to your collaborators having some virtual meetings and the day that we have clinics because of course you know it's not every day but when we have clinics we go to the clinics and we talk to our patients yeah how hopeful are you that there will be a breakthrough. And I think I think we all have different ideas of what a breakthrough is, because a breakthrough can literally be a little, that little first clink, that chink that then leads on to another thing. So yeah, how hopeful are you that you'll, you know, that the breakthrough is on its way? Because it's a disease that needs one, isn't it? Yes, it's totally true. Yeah, I am, I feel positive. I am always positive, right? And, and I think we really need it. And luckily, you know, more um, charities and funding bodies have realized that we really need uh, research, right? We saw like in the last years what research can do, right, so, to society. So if we have the, the budget, we can, science is, is great to, to bring new discoveries. And I, I really like that in the, the field of pancreatic cancer is really niche. And in the UK in particular, I found that, you know, people are really supportive and we collaborate to accelerate progress and we all help each other. And I think working together in the few next, next few years, we can, we can hopefully bring something into the table, yeah, to these patients because they really need it. What are patients and what are they saying to you when you're, when you're talking to them? They totally agree that early detection is key because, and also they share the anxiety, right, of the process. So you go many times to the GP, right, and then you are explaining the symptoms. And I totally understand that they cannot send or refer all the patients, like, as the first time that you go, because the system will collapse. So they express this anxiety, and then if we will be able to develop a test, which could help, you know, accelerate this, and they are really um, encouraging us to continue doing what we do because they really say it's, it's really needed. So it's really also for us working so many hours in the lab, right? It's really motivating. How long are your days? <laughs> you don't want to? No, no, no. Depending, depending on the on the day. No, we try to work eight hours, right, a day. But there are many things that you cannot finish. So then you know you have a break. You arrive home. You continue. And I think a lot of science days are, are the same. Um, sometimes over the weekends you continue a little bit and sometimes some protocols are really long. Sometimes are 12 hours. Yeah. Sometimes you need to get different time points, right? The samples at different times. And also clinics. Clinics, you can imagine, right, how busy a hospital is. They are telling you a patient is coming at 10. There is a delay in the clinic. You don't know when you will get the sample. So, yeah, it's kind of interesting life. <laughs> <laughs> Not a nine to five then. <laughs> no, not always. We try, we try this um, a, a bit of a balance and maybe one day or, or, you know, one month is really busy. We try to take it easy. Um, but, you know, it's, it's kind of, yeah, tough. <laughs> yeah, well, it, sound, it sounds it. And for you, how do you know something's going well when, when you're working on it? What do you, what do you look for? Yeah, so it's really motivating when you are analyzing different type of samples and you see that there are some differences between the different groups of patients that we see. Then it's like, okay, this is a, we're, 
moving into the right direction and then you just need to then make sure that what you are discovering in your lab is also working in another lab or in different samples, right? You really, as a scientist, you need to be really accurate and precise and ensure that what you, you discover will work here and in, in the US or in, in, in Asia, right? So it's, it's but yeah. And <laughs> when you talk to your friends about what you do, do they ever go, yeah, but where is the pancreas though? <laughs> because I just think it's one of those, they look at you a bit blankly sometimes. Mm. Where do, yeah, there is like, I, I, it's kind of fun because I am sometimes teaching at, at University College London and I'm teaching to undergraduates and some um, master's students. And uh, the first part of my lecture is like, do you know anything about the pancreas? Where, where is the pancreas located? A lot of people, they don't know. So it's always I am starting my lecture like that and then trying to convince them that the pancreas is a really cool organ. That is, you know, it's having a lot of um, really important roles. And I don't know why people, they don't know about it. And yeah, it's kind of challenging one. So my friends are also asking like, why do you do this? But it's like they understand the, the motivation too. Uh, it's one of those things, it's the pancreas is just seems to be the one, I'm guessing it's quite a few bits of the bodies that people don't think about. And I think it's because one of those things that it just gets on with the job until it doesn't. You're not thinking about it until you have to think about it. Is, is that fair? Yeah, yeah, it, it is. And I am, I am always telling that to, to my students, like sometimes when you are having problems with digestion, something you, th you think, oh, maybe the food was not okay, or some um, stress, maybe the stomach, so for that, it's so complex. Are you thinking like maybe one day you are not digesting things well? Are you going to be thinking that this maybe is your pancreas? No, I, I, I don't think. No, it's yeah. not. It doesn't come to your brain. It doesn't come to your forefront of your mind at all, no, does it? No, no, no. But this like is more like in society, like maybe people are now thinking more like you go maybe one day to a bar, you drink something and people think about the liver, right? Maybe. Yeah, yeah, you but do. But we don't think about the pancreas. And yeah. I don't know, but you know, it's there, it's there, and it's really important. What would you like to see happen then in the next five, ten years? So I, I would love to see a test that we could try, you know, implement in the GP or in the hospital. It's like to see that something is going on and that we can use this test and validate the test and that we see a positive outcome. That we are able to prioritize patients that are really high risk of developing the disease, monitor them, right? And, and follow them so that we can detect the disease earlier and we can offer them a treatment that is going to work better. Thank you so much to Pilar for spending time with me and talking with me. I really enjoyed that conversation. Got so much from it about what life is like when you're working in, in the field of, of research as well. Don't forget, we have an episode for you every weekday this month for November for Pancreatic Cancer Awareness Month. So that's an episode coming out every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday and Friday throughout November. And you can also find us at purplerainbow.co.uk.